Hello, TSF family. We wanted to start off by saying thank you. Thank you for listening to this podcast and for your hard work to love yourself more and for your feedback. Can you believe it's been three years that we've been doing this spiritual fix and it has been such a beautiful labor of love for Anna and me. We have loved doing this work. We've loved hearing from you and we love exploring ourselves and each other alongside our listeners. We wanted to put out the call for three ways that you can help support us to support you. One, we would love you to leave us a review on iTunes or follow us on Spotify. Two, drop us an email and let us know how much the podcast means to you. And three, you can donate monthly or even just once to our PayPal patronage. Every little bit helps and we are so grateful to those of you who have donated already. Thank you. You help make this podcast possible. Thanks, y'all. You can go to our website, www.thisspiritualfix.com for information on how to pledge as well as to email us. Welcome to this special bonus episode between seasons of This Spiritual Fix. Today we're going to be talking about the best episodes of season one and what to look forward to in season two. Enjoy. This spiritual fix. Two mystical mamas hacking the self-help game. With Anna Stromquist and Christina Wilson. Hello, Christina. Hello, Anna. And hello to our listeners. Yes, we are on a break. Yes, but we just love doing this so much that we have to not actually break break. My abandonment wound is telling me I can't leave you, not even for two weeks. We've got to come back and just give you a little a little reminder that we do love you. Exactly, exactly. So this is a short bonus episode in between seasons before we kick everything off. And I wanted to ask you a question, Anna. Go as ahead. we reflect back on this season that we've just done, these 21 episodes, um, what was your favorite episode? All right. Without a doubt, my favorite episode is the forgiveness episode. Yeah. uh, Episode 14. And it is my favorite episode because I have probably listened to that episode 10 times since we recorded it. (laughs) Like when I'm looking at all our download stats, I'm like, I have to keep in mind, um, 10 of these are probably mine. Yep. And the funny part is, is even though I co-wrote, co-hosted it every time I listen to it, I get more out of that episode, That's um, amazing. which is amazing. Cause it's like, I hear things I didn't hear before, or I hear things that I need to hear again, or I hear things that you said that I might not have gotten the second time. And I have like neck new layers and textures of meaning. Um, every time I listen to it, it just has new layers of meaning. And it's also my go-to episode when I'm upset, because by the time I finish that episode, I have transformed that upset into forgiveness. And like we said, everything exists for us to forgive. So by the end of the episode, I'm, I'm, I'm re-centering myself in that truth, which is yeah. everything's ultimately okay. I've just been amazed at the people who've come out and just told me how much it's meant to them and how much that episode is like the gateway to like so many really, really important things that need to happen in the world. And 
I think the fact that it goes in a level beyond regular forgiveness, like beyond like you've done something wrong to me and more like takes that personal responsibility, I think it's pretty amazing. And I've just found so many people who've been transformed her. So I would agree. I would agree. Like in terms of its, of its like, I would call it holographic dead city if I want to be really nerdy, but if I want to be more accessible, I would say like, it just has a lot of different levels and you can listen it and listen to it at whatever level you're at. And it'll still speak to you not to toot our own horns or anything, but you know, right. Well, like I believe that that episode is unique in that it, it, it has elementary school level understanding, middle school, high school, college and graduate and postdoc level of understanding. Cause I had a friend who, who, who reached out to me and she's like, look, I'm not a spiritual person. Listen to that episode. And 95% of it went right over my head. But the 5% that I did understand has helped me so much. And it made her have this like very deep reflection that she shared with me that I was just like blown away by. And so I feel like that episode, no matter where you are on this, on your, on your spiritual path, beginner or quote unquote expert, like who knows, you know, I, I, those terms are so silly, but, but you know, no matter where you are, you can get something out of that episode. So yeah. Oh, another thing to say about it though, is like, I had a friend and she, she's been doing it on her husband. She like texted or she called me. She's like, you won't believe it. This doesn't seem like a big deal, but a certain thing happened that would normally have sent my husband in a rage and he would have like yelled at me and that would have been really bad. And she's been forgiving that in him without him knowing. And a certain situation happened that normally would have led to rage and it didn't. And she's like, it might not seem like a big deal, but this was such a big deal. Cause she was like braced and ready for him to just go do his thing. And he did not wow. And he like walked away and was like, I just need a few minutes to cool down. And then he walked back. He's like, I'm so sorry about that. Wow. Like she was like, what? Yeah. It's, it's amazing when you give someone the space to just be, to get rid of their patterns. Like forgiveness gives people the space to be a new person because if you're holding them in a, in a frame of mind, it's hard for people to leave the picture, like using the analogy oh, yeah. of pictures and frames, right? Like you're holding someone within a picture of who they're supposed to be. They can't really go anywhere else. So to add to that, like in my, my marriage, Regardless of the fact that my parents, especially my father, are strong feminists in my family, in my husband and I's marriage, we have pretty like rigid gender roles. It's just kind of coincidental. It's just the way things happen. And yeah, we do have kind of like, you know, certain gender roles. So after doing the episode, I've been forgiving gender roles. I've been forgiving, um, you know, male privileged. I hate that word because I'm realizing that for as much misogyny there is in the world, there is that much man. Misandry. Is that the word? Misandry? For as much misogyny in the world, there is that much misandry. Like it's all over the place. Like men are just equally hated as women in this world, but like they can't vocalize it because they're the dominator. Yeah. And they also have the power. So that's when it becomes Well, they have that power in quotes, but do they? I mean, that's a whole nother- well, yeah, let's not even, let's not even not go even. there because <laughs> I was like, oh God, I even get triggered just by saying that. But yeah, but yeah, well, I've been forgiving gender roles and it's so funny because today we checked the um, podcast charts mm-hmm. and we hit number 88, which was, I said it, when we get the top one, as soon as we hit our top 100 in this podcast, we're going to, I'm going to get a cake. And my husband called me up. He's like, Anna, I want to bake you a cake today 
for doing that. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, like for people who don't know my husband, him asking to bake me a cake is as unbelievable as uh, Donald Trump voting for Biden. Okay. It's just like, it's just like, so not characteristic of them. And I swear it's because I've been forgiving him. I've been forgiving gender roles and I've been forgiving him and gender roles and all that jazz. And because of it, it's created this new space for him to now be whatever he wants to be, which happens to be a cake baker now <laughs> or yeah. today. That's, it's just that's amazing. amazing. It's just that, amazing. That is totally amazing. That is totally amazing. Um, all right. So I, I am indecisive as I usually am. Um, I can never pick a favorite. Uh, I never pick a favorite anything. I literally don't even have, well, I think I have a favorite color, but I'm like, oh, but, but all the colors are so beautiful. How can I just pick one? Um, so I really am going to keep the primal wounds out of this, even though I loved the later ones in particular, I loved a humiliation betrayal because they were longer. And we, I think we got like really, really deep into the stories, which I loved. Um, but I would say it's a tie for me and really, yeah, it's a tie for me. So for my own personal, can I kind take of a guess revelation? Oh yeah. You can take a guess. Go guess, guess, guess. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to guess that one of them is way of the peaceful warrior. Well, I would say normally yes, but okay. Okay. That's your first guess. What's your okay, second that guess? That was I'll my first you. guess. And my second guess was going to be episode eight, which was the grief episode. Right. So you are correct. Um, you are definitely correct on the second count. I think way, I loved way of the peaceful warrior, but it felt at the same, at the same time, it was like early on, we recorded it early on days and there's like kind of other things involved with that one. But for my own personal revelation of shadow work. So this actually, this is how I'm going to totally place it. So for shadow work, when it comes to the episodes, that grief episode was massive for me, right? Because it, it marked a complete understanding that I had in, in, and I heard this in other people as well, is that, you know, I talked about how children handle grief and how children handle bereavement and how like it hadn't been understood before and how the milestones as you grow up. But we also talked a lot about like, the experience of grief and how we handle it in our culture. And I got a lot of feedback from people about how much that meant to them and how so, so many people cried at that episode and we cried in that episode. And it was just like, yeah, from it was me, it was hugely revelatory about like processing part of my shadow that I hadn't processed before. Um, it's probably the first podcast I ever heard. We're both co-hosts. We're crying on the episode. <laughs> Which yeah. sets us apart. <laughs> True crime has become its own genre. Podcast crying will soon be its own. <laughs> yeah. Let's hope that we can be trendsetters like yeah, that. Yeah, we're the first. We're the pioneers. Of we're the, the pioneers of the crying podcast. <laughs> podcast guaranteed to make you cry. We'll just have a whole bonus series on the saddest stories we can come up with just so that you can process and so that in case you ever need a good cry. Um uh, so for light work, if I want to do the opposite, so if I want to go and say like, was all the stuff that you did in the very beginning with the monk, I think humility, acceptance and gratitude and the whole experience of grace, like especially episode three, like for so long, that was my favorite episode. Oh because, yeah. Because understanding the process of becoming empty has become like kind of the North star of my spiritual practice now is like, how can I become as empty as possible? Like 
And I do that by doing my shadow work. And I also do that by like, just filling myself up with as much grace and light. And like, I don't actually fill myself up. I allow myself to be filled up with whatever it is. And it just feels so good. Good. It just feels better than anything else. So. Well, I can't believe we did it. 21 episodes across Mm -hmm. 14, 15 weeks. Yeah. Um, we had a lot of learning that we learned and a lot of just, it was, it's just not what I expected. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) it's understatement. Yeah. (laughs) Understatement. It, it, there was far more learning for both of us involved than we knew that like, we didn't realize the universe was going to be like, Oh, you want to talk about these topics? Ha 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 ha. Let's make sure you really know what you're talking about. And then, you know, give us some life experience that fittingly, you know, taught us what we needed to learn for the episode, but it was good. It was really good. We got so much good back. We got in the top 100, which was my major goal Mm -hmm. celebrating with a cake tonight. And, um, what, what's in store for next season, Chris? I am excited to go into next season because we have, we're going to be doing episodes like the first parts of the um, season are going to be stuff on like co-creation, which we've talked about in our kind of warm up time in the beginning of every episode in the past. We're going to be talking about kind of like crystals and kind of all these other things that are really popular. And a lot of people use it as kind of the way that they can understand things. But we want to add like I'm excited to add a different depth to that and to add a bunch of stories to that. And then you also have an amazing series, right? That you're planning. Yeah. So, and a lot of times in the series episode, season one, I keep saying, and I was talking to my higher consciousness and we'll teach you how to do that one day. I kept saying <laughs> that. I kept saying that because there's just like so much, like you can't just teach someone how to talk to their higher consciousness. I think it took, it took me like six months, you know? Yeah. So that will be a three-part series I'll be leading is basically how to speak to your higher consciousness, but it's, it's going to be three episodes to teach it because it requires so much. It requires a lot of you to recognize what's your strong, what's your strongest intuition type. And then of your intuition type, how can you make it stronger? And then what tools can you use to actually access your guardian angels or your higher consciousness? So that is awesome. Yeah. But that, that's a, it That's take, something a, to look forward to. Something to look forward to. It's 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 something that will take a lot of time to explain, but I think it's really worthwhile, and I think it's it's something that's accessible to everybody. Yep, yep. And I'm also planning a series, but I don't know which. So I'm going to ask you, our listeners, to help me decide which should be it. So it's a it's a kind of a tie between doing a more in-depth session on co-creation and kind of talking to your elemental guides and things like that, or human design or something else of what you guys want me to talk about that we've talked about in the past. And so if you want to vote, go to our TikTok page. And our TikTok page is at the spiritual fix, no periods, nothing, just this spiritual fix. Um, you can follow us, you can like any of our videos. Um, or, and you can basically go into our profile and just put a question down in the Q and a, um, I'm going to put the question down and be like, what do you want our series to be on next season? And you can go ahead and answer in that. My um, vote is for human design. I want you to do it on that. That's my own thing. Cause I'm, I would love to learn more about it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. One All for right. human design Speak One up, vote y'all. for human design. So, all right. Well, we hope you enjoy your break. <laughs> I don't know how much of a break it's been and 
we'll see you next time. See you next time. That's it for this bonus. Be sure to come back on June 8th for our regular season and another bonus next week. And remember, humility, gratitude, acceptance, done.